Back to the corner of the round table. Uh, I'm here with Dano and Corbs. We've just had a massive UFC, UFC 285 on the weekend. That was um, pretty good. There was a couple. It wasn't the best. It wasn't the best card ever, fights wise. But uh, we did pretty well with the tipping. Really well, actually. Um, anybody who followed that uh, can attest to that. That was uh, what we get. Um, Bo Nickel, first round, finish, that that one. Uh, where we have Shavkat, submission. That was a hell of a fight. Oh. That submission at the end was crazy. Um, we missed um, Valentina to finish, but we got John Jones submission too, which was $8 and we were talking about it. That was, that was just the craziest odds for that to happen, I reckon. Wasn't it? It was bad. I can't believe Good. that. What was the other one we got? Oh, Gamrod on points. Yeah, and we went Garbrand as well, which is good. Yeah. You went Cody. Um, just so hard to do that uh, with method of victories. Yeah. So we've done really well to get four out of five on that main card, especially at some of the odds that they're at too. Like that John Jones one was crazy. I got um I got all of them bar two, which was like in a in a solid multi and it was um the two that let me down was obviously the Shevchenko, and the other one was um, ah, still knocks. That's still oh, that oh. trickiest duplicate. Yeah, yeah. That, that fight to go the distance. Yeah, at like two dollars seventy, two dollars eighty, and then I, I didn't even watch it. Not I was like cheering because all these ones were. Was that the Brunson one? Yeah. <sighs> See, Brunson is just. That was oh. a disgusting fight. I didn't how, watch it. All of that Drickus Duplicy fights have been have looked so bad. And how is he like calling for like a saying he's like a title contender and he's calling for like title shots and stuff after putting in those last two performances where he's won. But like they were not impressive performances at all. No, I reckon they feed him like even f- just feed him someone then feed him someone good. And What's wrong him. with Brunson? Brunson I reckon's just he's like. Brunson's getting pretty old now. I reckon he's down Brunson. Been around for ages, yeah. Oh, so down. bad, wasn't it? What happened? Yeah. What Did he just take a good hit and then just gave up sort of thing? He that's... took a few hits, but it, they were both really gassed. Just like Drickus in that fight with Darren Till. Like, they're just like out on their feet in the second round. And it's just like, and it just gets really scrappy. And like entertaining to an extent, but um, don't, you're not calling out for title shots after those two fights, man. Sorry. Like, it's funny because he comes out and he says that stuff, but it's like, oh, uh, I wonder if he goes back and, like, rewatches it and goes, oh, yeah, maybe. Oh, hang I, on. <laughs> maybe I shouldn't. I'm be. actually pretty shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love it if they just fed him someone, Bart, like, feed him someone pretty good in the top. I don't know, even feed him Strickland. I think Strickland dusts the hell out of him. Yeah, I reckon Strickland would beat him easy. That's what I mean by give. Give him Strickland to give Strickland another, you know, because Strickland's taken, like, everything, you know, taken any fight he can. Yeah. And give him Strickland. Strickland will beat the ears off him. Yeah. I think Strickland will beat him. I don't think they'll give him Strickland. I think there's talk of giving him Costa. Costa will knock him clean out. Yeah, I reckon Costa will beat him too. Yeah. I want to see him get beaten for some reason, yeah. but anyway. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, the, the, the main fight, um, John Jones, like, it, it happened exactly like I said it was going to happen, really. Like, it was soon, crazy, wasn't he it? He got him down so quickly and was just, like, toying with him. There was just nothing... There was nothing Cyril Garn could do as soon as he hit the deck. Yeah. He was so disappointingly weak, wasn't he? Yeah, he just hadn't... He's got zero ground game. He's, like got, zero, zero. he's got zero dog in him. He's just... Just doesn't I don't know. I've even seen his scramble on the ground, you know, like yeah, like showing, grit your teeth and have a crack. And you're only ninety seconds in, you've got heaps of energy. Like at least scramble the hell to try try to get out of those positions. He didn't even he, he just sat just, there. Like, he sat there like oh oh just so afraid of the choke and like didn't I just want to see him even like <laughs> scramble and get himself in a like because if he scrambles and then gets himself in a bad position, at least he had a good At least he tried. But he didn't. He's like, Oh shit, like Jones. I think, like, yeah. I think but having John Jones on top of you is like it's new, pretty much game over for oh, anyone. For sure. Yeah. After watching that, you're just like, well, John Jones can't be beaten at heavyweight now. Like, yeah. He just can't be. Yeah. I don't think not, so. Not with that caliber of like, not with who's around. No. The and only, I think even if Ngano was still there, he'd do the exact same thing to Ngano. Yeah. Make like, him miss. As soon as he got Ngano down, like Ngano wouldn't last that long on the ground with John Jones. He'd last barely as long as Cyril did. Yeah. Like, and John didn't even look like, John looks like he is, like, well past his prime, too. But he's just way too, like, skillful for How those fat guys. was he? He was so fat. Yeah. yeah. Chubby, isn't he? It's cool to see the big, the big fat guy go in there and win, though, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I just don't know who they give him next. Oh, they it's said... It's got to be Stipe. They, they, I think they've, um, Stipe came out and said they're fighting next. It's been agreed. Yeah, good. Like it's, I think Dana Conduct said beforehand to Stipe, if he wins, if John Jones wins, you're next. And then... After it, apparently he confirmed it was Stipe. You guys are next at two ninety or two, not not, not five UFCs. International away. fight week. Are it's they going to try and do I, it? I, then? I think they've named which In UFC July. it is. Yeah, that's it. That might yeah, be it. Yeah, that'll be good. Um, I bet. I think Stipe is probably the hardest fight for him in that division. Stipe's had so long off, but yeah, he just he's just the only one that can match it with him. Oh, try to anyway, skills wise. Yeah. Just like you know, with how all rounded he is, like I don't. There's nobody else in there that can. Like Cyril Gr- Cyril Garn is so one dimensional, and like it's been there. Like he's never had to like you know Francis beat him by taking him down, lying on top of him. You've never had to address it because it's never ha- he's never really been exposed too much with his ground game. Most of them, the heavyweights, are just big sort of strikers, aren't they? A Who, lot. Well, yeah. Is that other wrestler? Beard. Uh, um, he's quite. Curtis Blades, Curtis wrestled. Blades, but he's like the only yeah. one in that. Tom Aspinall's that. pretty well rounded. The English guy that did his knee, he's, um, still, his, he's still coming up, but hey. yeah, he's got to come back from injury. Um, Sergey Spivak is more of like a wrestler, um, just more of a grappler. Uh, there's a few there, but <laughs> like they're just not, a lot of them are not very athletic. Who's the one that piece tie up recently? Sergey Pav- Pavlovich. He's got no rest on him, does he? I d- you don't see it. No. He's just more of a like a heavy striker. But Fuck, he's a heavy striker. <laughs> yeah, he's intimidating. But yeah, same thing happens to him as well. I guess probably. I reckon. Yeah. Did you know? I think John Giant's signed for like three fights, maybe five. So they've got to they've got to give him that many fights. I just don't know who it's going to be against. Imagine that, like his last five in the UFC, and he just beats everyone at heavyweight. Yeah, which could which might happen. Probably. Like yeah. I, don't, I don't see how it doesn't happen. Yeah. Like, 
But anyway, this and Shavkat and Jeff Neal was the fight of the night for sure. Th- that did that get named as fight of the night? Had you to. Had, had to think be. it did. How's had the how was the stand up choke to um, yeah. to walk off? And he wasn't even meaning to be like a cocky walk off because he's so like humble. But he just he just did as soon as the ref tapped him, he just like let go of him. And Jeff Neal kind of like crumbled against fence. And he just walked off flat. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, fuck, I love Shavkat. <laughs> yeah, what a performance, hey? <laughs> Didn't he win over some fans? It's cool that they put him on the main card of like a big card like that too. He needed that. Yeah, because he's been just cruising on all the fight nights and stuff. And nobody's really been watching him, and that doesn't watch those big pay per views. What's his record? It's a real good record. Isn't eighteen it? He's fights. Never lost. Yeah. Eighteen fights. Eighteen finishes. Yeah, yeah. He, he's never. <laughs> he's never. It's never gone to cards, and that was the closest it's gone. He's choked him out with like a minute to go, <sighs> and so much more uh, exciting to watch. Well, uh, yeah, I guess more exciting to watch than um, Camzat because I think he's just so much more well rounded than Camzat. Cam Camzat. <laughs> Cumshot. Well, Sorry, Cumshot's cousin. No, <laughs> but he's, but you know, he's like cut from a similar cloth in a way, but I think he's way better to watch. How good was, um, I actually like really loved watching Jeff Neal as well, because Jeff Neal was really good defensively yeah. against Shavkat's, um, some of Shavkat's like wrestling and that, like yeah. he, he shut it down pretty quickly, which was good. And But Jeff Neal fed Shavkat some very clean shots and Shavkat's defense besides that was unreal. He was ducking and weaving a fair few of those shots, but when he ate him, his like whole face didn't even change. Like he'd he'd get rocked by one and just stare back at Jeff Neal. And I was like, oh man, Shavkat. Yeah. What nationality a, is he? He rolled with, he rolled with them all a bit though. A fair bit. Like, he rolled, yeah. but, but he he caught a few, and I was like, oh yeah. my god, man, Shavkat is he's so good. He's so good. Um, he was born in Uzbekistan, and now he trains in Kazakhstan. God, he's good. Yeah. Look forward to seeing more of him. Um, and then the hot chick. Got Shevchenko. Yeah, which, I don't know. I kind of feel like Shevchenko just looks like she's slowing down a bit. Because I don't even think it was as much, like, skill. that I still think she's, like, got the more, like, skill level in that division. But that other chick just had way more heart and, like, way more, like, cardi. Way more, she just seemed like she had way more energy the whole yeah, she felt, time. Yeah, I felt like she had more intent and energy the yeah. whole fight as well. Yeah. I watched a um, video just yesterday about it, actually, and showed... Did you see her talking about it? She was training for that spinning back fist. Yeah, yeah. I saw that she like trained for that exact move, the she, way she finished she's the fight like, pretty much, jumping on the back. Yeah, the trainers, const- they watched a lot of Shevchenko's fights and how Shevchenko always, when they when she gets pushed up against a cage or she's, yeah. you know, and she'll turn and throw that spinning and then she just did the backpack straight on her. Yeah, and she, for her to have that much energy and, and like, you know, clarity when that happened to do that that quickly at that point of the fight like how f- how much she must have been in such good shape yeah incredible like, yeah it was a sick move wasn't it was it? sick it was so good yeah. and she didn't even have the um lock fully in yeah as you were saying she was like cranking that chin almost yeah almost. alexa grasso then yeah. you, it was on the chin like that's what i mean and as well like she fucking had like such a heavy strong. squeeze for that far into the fight see the photo after, after it and, and the head the blood was like she had her jaw was white and the rest of her head was yeah red yeah she was just cut off all circulation she was cranking it she was cranking good on her the new champion and what about Cody Garbrandt he 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 had a neck injury did he yeah apparently he re-injured it in the fight and his and he lost all feeling in his left arm in like the second round oh shit because that's kind of when it turned a bit for him isn't it yeah because he just kind of stopped all his output 
wasn't he? And just to went pull out? real defensively. Was yeah, he was. Yeah, he was thinking too. about it, but he didn't. So that kind of explains what happened there. Yeah, he needed know. the win, and I guess he got it. So, yeah, and I think he's looking to fight on International Fight Week in July when John Jones and Stepe are going to fight again. So he'll probably come out then because that's a big. That's one of the biggest weeks of the year. Um, so he'll probably come out then and really want to put on like a good performance. So it'd be interesting to watch then. But I dare say that he'll get someone who's pretty. It'd be good if they gave him Cruz. Dominic Cruz. Oh, that's actually who I think it will be. That would be awesome. Yeah. Because it'd be entertaining at least. Yeah, it'd be sick. That, Dom Cruz yeah. is just all volume and he's still so sk- skillful. Yeah, you know? That card is going to be like stacked. Yeah. They always try and stack that fight week card. And if you got Cruz and them and, you know, uh, Stipe, John Jones. Imagine, uh, and then you can add like probably five or six more like hectic fights into that as well. It's going to be really good. And Shavkat on there as well. So, oh, he probably will be, be to be so honest. so good. Yeah. Hopefully Cummings on it as well. Shavkat Co- Co- uh, Covington he called out. Like that'd be a good one. Oh. Uh, Cumshot might get on there. Cumshot Bukowskis possibly. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what everybody, that's what everybody's been calling for. Bukowskis. On um, just one more thing on the UFC this weekend. Um, there's one. There's a good fight on actually. They're redoing that. Um, remember Ryan Spann versus Nikita Krylov? Yeah. We were talking about a few weeks ago, but it got cancelled. And we were talking about Ryan Spann being kind of over the odds at two thirty three. So they're redoing that fight. So that's uh, again, I like Ryan Spann in that. He's at two thirty. Um. And we got Petey Yarn back against Marab Vashvili. Uh, and I think Yarn can win that too. Vashvili's like just a cardio wrestler, um, just stays on him the whole time. But I think Yarn can handle that sort of thing. I think Yarn will be like too strong. That's that's five rounds too, right? That'll be five rounds, that's so yeah. so good because that's what uh, Marab, when he did, um, who did he do last? Um, Aldo? Yeah. Remember he was wrestling out over that whole yeah, three yeah. rounds. But yeah. Marab was a big gust at the la- end of the three rounds because yeah. he just so had he so might, much output. Yeah, because he hasn't had many five-round fights. I don't think if any Marab. He's actually Aljo's training partner as well. Um, so, yeah, they've got that sort of there. So Jan will be keen as to take him out, I think, and vice versa. So that that's a couple of good good fights on the end of that card on Sunday. So. That's good. Um, NRL, what a fucking awesome opening week. Had Broncos um, beating the Panthers in a massive upset. Um, we spoke about that. I had a bit of money on it last week, like like I, I said, and um, got like four fifty for them, which was great. God, that was good. Like yeah, the first that match. And what was the second one? Gone the next night. Uh, you mean the night before? Oh, that was Eel Storm Eel was a really Storm good game. Cr- so those, Golden point. Watching those two um, games, I thought it looked like it was like a battle to get into the top eight or something. Or the yeah. top, that's how much intensity they played for, played yeah. with at like the 70th minute of both games. So much intensity for the first round. It was so good. It was so good to watch. Yeah, and um, we Cowboys only won by one point. So many close games. Cowboys was our bet of um, of the week that we're going to do with our putting our hundred dollars or, and what are we doing? We're just compounding that. Yep, so it's at one hundred thirty nine now. 
Yeah, so we're just going to compound that over into another NRL bet this week. Um, and when the AFL starts, we'll start throwing in an AFL bet with it and we'll see how high we can get that. So that's one, that just won for us by one point. Um, and then we had a massive upset with the Dolphins and the Roosters, which oh, was great to see. Wayne Bennett. Would have killed a lot of people's multis, but God, it was good to see. Um, yeah, Wayne, I guess. Like, what a, what a freak of a coach. Like, how did he do that with that ragtag crew he's trying to put together? But you know what? They spent a lot of money on the forwards, um, and I didn't really think it was a good sort of, like, uh, you know, plan. Like, I didn't think it would really see them being able to beat teams like the Roosters, but their forwards won them that game. Like, the forward pack won them that game. They just fucking smoked them. And they're kind of like an aging forward pack as well, I guess, like with a lot of those Storm guys and stuff. And they've just they just came out there and fucking... Just won that game from I reckon with that with their, their defense and the yeah it was it was really good to see. It'd be so good to see where they how they go from here. You know some of these teams in the opening rounds like there's always upsets and that in the first couple rounds. Just so interesting to see what oh you can't ever count Wayne out of you know like people saying oh sp- they'll be spoon it's like no they won't be not with Wayne you know yeah there's definitely a honeymoon phase at the start of the season with a new coach I reckon. Especially with Wayne. <laughs> I don't know about Wayne, but start of the season, new game plans, new coaching styles. You don't think the Dolphins can sustain this sort of run? Well, I don't know much about the Dolphins, Minga. But I do know that early in the season, things happen. Yeah, you're right. And it's not the greatest sign of what's to come. You're definitely right. But I think it's... um. But go the Dolphins. I think yeah. what I wasn't thinking about um, with that game was that the f- it's such a massive game, the first game for a club when they play in the NRL. Like, um, if you go back to when Wayne was coaching the Broncos when they won their first game, um, I think he must have, like, drilled into these Dolphin players how much it means if you can win that first game. Yeah. And they just would have come out with just, you know, the mentality that, mentality that the Roosters weren't ready for. It's big for so many reasons, the first game, isn't it? Mm. I've got this theory in the AFL that nearly every time a coach gets sacked, the new coach wins the first game they coach. I don't know how many how many new coaches are there in the No, NRL. that happens a lot in the NRL yeah, too. The NRL there's a fair bit of that. It's a freaky thing, isn't it? Like I guess it's the style of the coach and the players trying to impress them, but I think it's just the players like kind of like having to come out because they might feel like they've let that old coach down. And there might be like a, a bit to that where they're like, oh, we've really got to put in now, you know? Like, I don't know. But it's weird how that happens a fair bit. It happens. This week just does not look any easier to pick as well. It actually looks way, like it looks like one of the toughest weeks. Surely we've got a certainty. I've got what I, I think it's. A I, I think it's slightly easier than last week, but it's still really hard. Only because I think it's tougher. Only because you got to see a bit more. You got to see something, you know, last week. So you kind of know a bit more like what they're going to come in like. Like last week there were so many games where I was like, oh, I have no fucking idea how this team's going to play. That's true. My but AFL certainties, hard. they're all going to be the team that's playing like against North Melbourne. They're, they're going to be the, <laughs> <laughs> you don't think the North will be lose. able to beat anyone? Nah. Really? They're bad. Not even with the new coach theory. They're fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> you reckon we're going to barely win a game? They're shit-ass, Minga. <laughs> <laughs> Who else is going to be really bad? 
Oh, Hawthorne are rebuilding. There's a few clubs that are probably going to be rebuilding, but just North are just a disappointment. Essendon are shit. I don't know. There's going to be a few shit teams. That's how I'm going to base these these certainties, though. I'm going to base it on the betting against the teams that I think will lose. Yeah, of course. Um, now, so that's just my little hot tip. If there's a shit NRL team, let's just let's just head in that direction. Okay. Should we go into the NRL this week? Yeah, Match definitely. Ups? They're epic. Yeah. So you got Panthers versus South Sydney first. Now the Panthers are at home again, and they're looking like losing. If they lose this game, it's three in a row at home, which would be ridiculous. Ridiculous. Um, now I just don't. I think you can get pretty good odds for them to win that game at a dollar fifty-five. Actually, I can't see them losing again at home. Really can't. Like, and that Broncos team was was just really up for it. Like. Broncos played really well, and this and they nearly got it. Was there was only one point in it, so how was the Broncos' defense? It was amazing. Yeah, it was unbelievable. How was um after the game? Um, the camera went on Luai and uh fucking we got and we got a dog. Um, Jamin and Salmon, and they were having a blow up about one of the plays, and the camera went over to them, and and you could catch the audio, and um, Luai was like, oh, why why weren't you there? And then um. And then Jamin was like, oh, I don't know. like, And he was kind of like defending himself. And and it just, I don't know, I thought it showed like people have come out in the media and been like, oh, it's nothing, that's just part of the game. But I thought it kind of showed like if they're going to go at each other like that like, and that Jamin Salmon was not going to back down to Luai um, and kind of defended himself a bit, uh, that, um, you know, it's a bit of like... I don't know. I think it spells a bit of trouble for them if they're acting so, like that. I reckon it spells a little bit of trouble too if they're not going to wait for the sheds. There was a camera clearly there. They both had a bit of a glance at the camera and just kept going. Yeah. And that guy had to come over. Bad yeah. signs. Bad yeah. signs. Who came over in the Eisenhuth jacket? Eisenhuth and, yeah. and Taruva came over. They like over kind of and blocked like the camera out almost. Like, yeah. Is Luai the best man speech guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's almost... He seems like an absolute wanker. He's almost absolutely solidified himself as being the biggest wanker in the NRL after that thing after the game, I reckon. Because he threw the pass to... So he's done it. You reckon he's done it? He's done it. Good on him. I reckon round one, he's done it. Round one, he's done it. He's the biggest wanker in the NRL. He's done it. He had a big off-season and and we thought it was coming. (laughs) He had a big wanker off-season. That's the biggest win of the week. (laughs) (laughs) And it didn't take long. Round one, third... uh, What is it? Third game, (laughs) round one. Wanker of the week. He's Jerome done it. Yeah. <laughs> wanker Our of wanker the of the week goes yeah. to Jerome Luai. Yeah. Yeah, let's have a wanker of the week every week, yeah, boys. Yeah, so that's three points that's a Jerome new topic, Luai. Right? Yeah. Who was the week before that cuckold? What's his Kane name? Corns. He yeah, was wanker yeah. of the week last week. Oh, should we week? do like a tally like for wanker of the year then? And Let's, then let's vote for a wanker of the week every week. Yeah. At the end of the year, we'll have, yeah. you know, 50, 50 to choose from, yeah. 50 wankers. Yeah, and we pick the, the wank, ultimate the, wanker, and they the win. King. Now, we, are what? we going to have to go? But are we they gonna win have to a flashlight? We're going to have to do two points and one point as well, right? Yeah, yeah. So we my, need to have my three, three points go to <laughs> Jerome Luai. <laughs> yeah. My three points. All is it fair to say all of our three points go to Jerome Luai? Yeah, this week. Yeah, yeah. clearly. Yeah, but but at the end of the season, well, are we going to we'll, do with votes? No, but we'll have a tally. Yeah, it won't just be NRL. It could be anyone. Yeah, it can be anyone. Can we re-vote a person? Can we vote someone next week? 
that like can we vote Luai again? Yeah, if, if Luai does it again, he's going to be. Well, say say this every week. We'll come in and we'll have our the wankiest top, act. Our top three, three votes, two votes, one vote for wanker of the week, and we'll start a tally. For and then you know, obviously, at the end of the two seasons in AFL and NRL <laughs> and anything, actually, we end up with um yeah. I, I'd like to give two votes of for um wanker of the week to uh cut corns. No, no, he's uh. I don't think I can't really call it this week. No, he hasn't done much wrong, but he's still a wanker. Well, yeah. maybe I was going to say Drickus Duplessis, but um, yeah, Dr- Drickus definitely <laughs> comes in second. But we should should we just keep it to um the one wanker f- for the footy? We'll keep it to one wanker of the no, week. No, we'll keep it to one wanker of the week. We don't need because we might not find three wankers every week. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Yeah, you're but right. Can we Minga? How do we keep track of this? Probably with just probably on a phone, I reckon. Mm, Probably, probably like in the notes app on a phone. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we post, maybe we post an Instagram thing every week of the wanker, and their their fans can yeah, all our fans can decide. (laughs) But yeah, okay, we'll post the wanker of the week every week. Yeah, and the wanker of the week doesn't have to be sport related. Doesn't have to be famous person. It could be. Someone that you encountered that week. Yeah, like I'd put myself up for two points for the weekend, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like a massive wanker all Monday and Tuesday, that's for sure. There you go. <laughs> all right, so yeah, so that first game, Penrith versus South Sydney. Who have you um, got there? You've got Penrith? I like the Panthers. I think they I think they have to win this game. I think it's at, a do or die as well. Yeah, so I think that's a good one at $1.55. I think South Sydney were pretty impressive there. Obviously, no Nico, Nico for um Sharks, but... I've, Thought they started to look better as the game went on as well. Um, so I feel like that's going to be an absolute bell ringer of a game. If the Panthers look a bit, I don't know, they, you, you can tell they're missing Kikau and Coruscant yeah. like, so badly. But yeah, that's so interesting, that one. I'm kind of undecided. I feel the same as you, Con. It's a do or die for Panthers. I almost, they, think, it's a, tip almost think it's a fucking certainty that they win that game. Um, Parramatta versus Cronulla. Uh, this is a massive good game. game. Eels at home again. Uh, no Nico Hines for the Sharks, so I don't know. It's it's I'm I'm thinking Eels as well. I'm thinking Eels as well. Although Mitch Moses really pissed me off in those last like twenty minutes of that game. He just started to make, you know, he just started to make not clutch decisions. He's like just mm. every time he like they'd relied on him because he's their he's their big player and two points. Mitch Moses, you'd say? Oh, nearly, nearly. <laughs> if I didn't have him, I'd be giving him to him. <laughs> This next uh, one's a bell ringer. Oh, this is a fucking... This is probably game derby. of the round. The Queensland derby. <laughs> Broncos versus Cowboys. It's always good. Yeah, at Suncorp. Suncorp's first game. Wow. Friday night too. Oh. <laughs> what a, a lot of sore heads Saturday morning <laughs> across Queensland. Yeah, well, and both teams are in probably some of the best form I reckon they've been in, uh, you know, for since we saw some them in that grand final almost. Uh, a few years ago, I reckon. So this is going to be an absolute ripper. And good luck picking that because you could go either way. Of course, I'm going to go the Broncos. I'm going Broncos too. Yeah, Broncos at home. Broncos at home. It's going to be a ripper game. Can't the Broncos. This next one is actually going to be my lock. Okay. Because Sydney Roosters, I think, are going to respond in a big way. Sydney versus the Warriors, yeah. I I don't. I don't rate the Warriors that much. They beat... um, They barely beat... Uh, Newcastle at home yep. in New Zealand, and the Roosters 
are going to need to respond. Um, I I agree. I like it as well, but I'm not. I'm not really feeling it for my lock of the week after that performance they gave. Last oh, sorry, week. there might be two down from this. That might be my lock. <laughs> uh, we'll come back to the to the lock. We'll come back to what we're putting the money on this week. Uh, Dolphins Raiders. Now, geez, that's a tough one. Dolphins at home. I actually like the Dolphins in this at two thirty five, mainly just because of the odds. And if they get, if they got any bit of momentum running from that last game, I reckon they could do the Raiders here. And uh, I think they're up at Redcliffe too. They are, and they'll be full of confidence. Is it Redcliffe? It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it will be too because of the Friday night games there um, at Suncorp the night before. Yeah, I'll be tipping Dolphins. So will I actually. I like that. I'm keen to get around the Dolphins as much as possible this year. I hope they. I hope they do well. Like I'd hate to see them drop off and just start losing everything. Um, because you know. They almost, I would say they're still in the spoon race. I think like like half half of them are in the spoon race still, which is a great race. All six, all seventeen teams are in the spoon race <laughs> at the moment. You're right. <laughs> the spoon race is hot. You guys aren't going to believe this, but North Melbourne are favourites in their round one match against West Coast. Where Melbourne? Okay. Are West Coast shit now? West Coast struggled last year. They were decimated. And they struggled with like injury, COVID, and all that. They had heaps of players out, like the most ever. They set records. Have you seen team lists or anything yet, Dano? Well, they, like they haven't come out. There's mock teams, but have they got injuries and stuff? Oh, I can't. That just that is not a bet. That's the <laughs> <laughs> that is not a bet. Imagine we bet, <laughs> imagine we bet on North. That'd be a twist. I wouldn't do that either. Um. What do we got next game in the NRL? Melbourne Melbourne Storm versus Canterbury Bulldogs. Munster out. Munster out. That makes this a lot more even than the odds suggest, I reckon. But then again, Bulldogs were dog shit. Yeah. But I could see him bouncing back. I, th- I just think the Storm can lo- will lose so much without having Munster there. They've got to put Wishart in at six. Wishart is fucking hopeless. <sighs> and like if you have put a player like him into a position like that... That all the other players have got to work to cover how shit house he is in a vital position too. Yeah, I think that that's going to hurt the Storm, but they are at home um, and they've still got plenty of class. So how's how's Munster? Dana, did you see any of the Storm game? I actually heard about it off a mate <sighs> who watched it. So he dislocated his finger, but he dislocated it into a. I've never even heard of this. A compound a dislocation. Com- compound dislocation. So I've his had bone, that. Have you bo- had that? I've had that. His bone stuck out. He he goes off the field with a with a full image of him running off, like so he can get quickly get it sorted. Not the slightest wincing on his face either because he's a full mad he kept dog playing, trying to pop it back in. Then they then they put it back in, tape it up, and he runs on the second half and plays better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> he plays yeah. better and sets up one of the rid- most ridiculous tries where he spun the ball in his hand behind him. He's a bit of a weapon, isn't he? He fully hid the ball, yeah. so they thought the ball was getting offloaded and he's, he's hidden it. It's left his hands and spun, and then he's turned and run with it straight to the outside and they've scored a try off it. Yeah, what a knock. He's a First player. round, what a knock, hey. And after the game, they're like, you're going to be ready to play next week? He's like, yeah. He's I'm just going to have some concrete through the week and keep playing. And then, <laughs> then they started joking with him saying, oh, Cam, um, Smithy thought you might be out for a few weeks. He goes, "That'd be the old, that'd be the old camp, like the old him." Because <laughs> he's, he's fully like joking with 
um, Cam Smith and Thurston there because they're all mates. Yeah. And you could just see Andrew John. I mean, not Andrew Johns. Freddie Fitler just staring down the camera like with nothing to, nothing like, <laughs> no happiness to say because there's like three Queenslanders going, oh, man, how fucking good are we? <laughs> oh, God. Um, so good to watch, but it was heroic stuff. Well, part yeah. of his finger went. It's a shame he's out for um, a few I weeks. Think it, I think that bit uh, went out of the, uh, that middle knuckle was out of the skin. Mine was the, the end knuckle on the middle finger. Tried to catch, I bowled it, the cricket ball, and they hit it back to me. I went to catch it, and it they hit the end of my finger. And that part of my finger went back and popped out there. The bone? The bone. Oh! And I didn't realise. Oh. I, I, I grabbed the ball to bowl the next ball, and I could feel like something dripping onto my foot, and it was, my, like it was blood. <laughs> and I looked down at my hand and like... Your the, strong hand. My strong hand. <laughs> And the bone was coming through the skin there and the finger was like, just had just shifted all the way back. And I was like, fuck. (laughs) I can't bowl this. Gave the ball back to the (laughs) upper. I was like, I can't even bowl. (laughs) Was it your bowling hand? Yeah. Couldn't uh, you just switch hands? Finish the over? I probably could have, to be honest, Minga. I was bowling well too. And then I went to hospital, sat there in my cricket whites like a wanker. Covered in, covered in blood. Covered in my own blood. <laughs> and, uh, and then they, so they had to jab me with these needles, right, in my hands, which is pretty shit, in, in between my fingers. Oh. And I could still feel it. And then eventually the, the nurse came in and she, to fix it, she, she literally just grabbed me. Pulled and, it. And just was pulling on it and I had to pull. So it was just tug of war at the end of my finger. And in doing so, she broke my finger. Oh, she, what? she chipped. She chipped my bone. So I had a broken and dislocated finger. <laughs> compound all the whole thing. Ended up with it. It was before my first ever day of the nurse, work. Did the nurse. Uh, the nurse made it worse. The nurse made it worse. I had my first day of my <laughs> apprenticeship. <laughs> And yeah, I called my boss and I was like, "Hey, I've fucking, I've broken my finger." And I, the worst part was I had to wear a sling, so I've rocked up to work in this full sling <laughs> with a thing on my a just for like a tiny little broken finger to to do sparky work to do sparky work for my first ever day of my apprenticeship. <laughs> oh my god! And I was walking around with a sling. Well, at least you showed up. Yeah, yeah at least you showed up. Yeah. Munster, Sef- that Munster would have showed up. Seven dollars twenty an hour. <laughs> they you got that. Yeah, you didn't finish the over, but you showed up to work the next day. <laughs> yeah. I respect that. Thanks, Minga. Um, so yeah. Anyway, Melbourne Storm Bulldogs. I don't know where I'm going to go with that. I'm probably. <laughs> I'm going Storm. Yeah. Too much. I mean, too much class at home. You gotta. You gotta. But I. I don't know. I'm concerned with that monster there. Now Sunday the spoon race. Oh, like we said, it's heating up. It's. It's heavy. It's really heavy. We've got West Tigers versus Newcastle. Tigers at home again. This is going to be a hot, hot battle for the spoon. Yeah. <laughs> and I cannot wait. I can't wait for some terrible footy. Yeah. Although Ponga looked really good at six, I reckon. It was really good watching Ponga defend, uh, defend in the front line because yeah. I reckon he's a gun. He can tackle, man. Yeah. And I, I reckon it's sick watching him play there. And I think when he really starts to hit his straps, like he'll be able to get this night side over the line. And I think the Tigers looked fucking terrible 
against um, the Titans. And I'm probably going to go the Knights to get them, I reckon, I'm thinking on the Sunday. I'm thinking the Knights as well. Yeah. Knights uh, underdog. So, yeah, that's what I'm thinking there. And the last one. Oh. Yeah. This is a tough one. This is another really good one. We got St. George or the Dragons. A lot of people's spoon favourites uh, taking on the Gold Coast Titans. Now, the bookies can't seem to split them. Um, Kieran Foran. Can't split them with a spoon. Can't split them with a spoon. <laughs> Kieran Foran's out injured. Uh, that's probably oh. a big blow. I'd have the I'd have the Titans probably easily if he was playing because they looked way better with him in there. But, um, geez, Dragons at home. I'd still probably go the Titans, to be honest. I just think the Dragons are going to be an absolute fucking shambles this year. Is Kieran Foran definitely out? I'd say so. I'd be really surprised if they played him. Are they bringing in Butthead? Yeah, it'd be be Toby Sexton, I reckon. dropped him. (laughs) So, yeah, I don't know. That's a flip of a a spoon, that one. It is a flip of a spoon. (laughs) But let's get to, let's get into the let's get into the serious stuff then, right? What are we putting this money on this week? Because I'll, I'll I'll let you go first because what you were thinking. So my my vote for it is the Sydney Roosters because out of everything there, I can see very hotly contested games and flipper spoons or flipper coins amongst most of them. Um, I can't say anything there is a certainty whatsoever at all except for I, I really am confident that Sydney are going to bounce back and um, really handle the Warriors because they've got an all-star lineup. Manu is back. Like, I I fucking think they're going to drop the Warriors. They'll be embarrassed. They're, they'll be embarrassed. They would have got an absolute reaming after that. Yeah, I'm... I'm all around the roosters. Yeah, I think it's. I think it, you're probably right. It is the safest. Can you imagine if they lost to the Warriors at home in the second game? Dolphins and Warriors, they'd be they'd be fucked. It surely it w- it wouldn't happen, especially because the Warriors are just not very good. But I mean, I I was going to go Penrith because I just think there's no way Penrith lose that game, even though the Rabbitohs played pretty good against the Sharks. Like I don't think the Panthers played bad. I just think the Broncos were. Way better. They just shut them down. The Broncos yeah. just shut them down. And I just can't see um, South Sydney going to Penrith and beating them th- for their third game in a row at home. Like, I really cannot see that happening. But you're probably right. Like, I reckon the Roosters, I reckon there's probably less chance of them losing that. Yeah, the Bunnies are just way better than the Warriors. I, I was just worried that um the Roosters were going to be a bit short on troops after that last game. But it looked like a, a few more of them are actually playing than I thought was going to be. Well, they've lost Lodge, right? Yeah, but Manu's back. Yeah, Manu's back. He'll want to have a blind He's a prodigy. I think you're right. We're going to have to go Roosters, aren't we? Yep, like that's a good little 25%er. Yeah, we're going to have to do it. Roosters head-to-head it is. Um, Yeah, so that's probably about it for the NRL then, isn't it? Corbs, can you just let us know what the Crick Oracle said? You said Crick Oracle told us some stuff. He just wanted to hear more cricket chat. So he said he just wanted to get us um, talking a little bit about this, um, about the cricket, really. And All right, well, let's, we're going into let's it. So talk we cricket. It's the fourth test of the border uh, Gavaskar series. Uh, it's in Ahmedabad. Uh, it's the world's biggest ground, expecting over 100,000 spectators each day. Now, that's huge. The capacity is 132,000. But sectioning off a heap of it due to the security reasons, obviously, so they can't have that extra 32,000 there. Now, India are 2-1, and one, so they have won the series regardless. 
Um, so it's a bit of a dead rubber, this test. But uh, I don't know. Is it? There's still a bit to play for, particularly for India. Now, uh, ICC Test Championship final, June 7 at the Oval in England. Australia have secured their spot in the final. If India beat Australia in this test, they will officially secure their spot in the final. Who is this guy? Now. <laughs> Who is this guy? Dano, what have, what have you got? What have you got what for, have you us, got for me? What do you know that I don't know? <laughs> <laughs> Has a quick oracle just sent you an essay? No. Where no. have you? Where, what, what's I've happening? I've been studying. Connie said, he's, Connie said, I want to come back strong for Dano. He didn't, he didn't make that up. Someone sent that to him, and I think it might have been the Crick Oracle. Nah, I've studied this. Corbs, tell me the truth. <laughs> look, look, uh, Con, Con said to me, like, I haven't been pulling my weight with the cricket. And, uh, well, he's never watched a fucking ball. <laughs> well, let me tell you something, right? Something dodgy's going Wait, Minga, on when does the test bad. <laughs> when does the test start? <laughs> I don't know, but these Indian Starts curators, <laughs> these t- Indian curators have prepared three pitches out in the middle, kept them under covers and not telling anyone which pitch is being used. Aussies don't know what to prepare for, prepare, uh, prepare for, but I'm sure these fucking Indians do. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what do you reckon, Dunno? Why do we need? Why do we need to win this one, Con? Why does India need to win? Well, the Indians need to win it to get into the final. Um, you know, that's without worrying about the Sri Lankan result. Um, they're doing a dust, another Dust Bowl turner and backing their spinners to rip through the Aussies. Uh, it's risky considering our spinners have taken 38 of our 45 wickets, I think, um, which is 85% of wickets this series. Compared to Indian spinners, like which is about 40 of their 51, 52, I think. Seventy-eight <laughs> percent. So you could argue we have outspun them on their own wickets over there. Does this mean that we'll be preparing for a green seamer? You reckon, Con? Do what do you reckon, Danny? You reckon it's a green seamer? <laughs> Jeez, I'm confused. <laughs> Is this a rehearsal? You told me to watch more. You told me to watch more cricket a couple of weeks ago, so I've been watching more cricket. So has a cricket oracle gone to the, the the extreme lengths of sending Corb's questions to ask Minga? Oh, and no, Minga to no. have these these unbelievable answers. I think you're you're questioning my ability to study study a game. All I'm worried about Minga is the game starts tomorrow. You didn't know that. <laughs> All I want to know is, are you going to watch a ball? <laughs> you can, you can, you can shoot off as many fucking facts as you want, mate. Since you can read the Crick Oracle's masterpieces, but will you watch a ball get bowled? Since, since you last told me I've got to start watching more cricket, that's what I've done. <laughs> and I've come to you. I bring a hot plate of cricket to the table, and and you're fucking. I don't even know what you me. just said, Mingo. <laughs> He's talking about crowds and gates and <laughs> Jesus. But do, what do you do? You agree? What do you think they're up to something over there in India? So, do you know that it's the last game of this series? Yep. You did just say that, but do you know that you said that? Yeah, I knew that. Yep. <laughs> Obviously, you do you know? Yeah. And it is a dead rubber because mm-hmm. India have already won two. Australia have won one. So they retain. They retain. So there is 
I guess India would want to win the tournament, the series. It's like when Australia won the Ashes last time in England. We retained the Ashes. They were all spewing they didn't win it. I'm guessing it'll be the same for India. It'll also be good for Australia to win the last two, bounce back. These games have only gone for like two to three days, which has been the main reason the pitches, like the shittest thing about these pitches, like a test match. We want it to go for five days. Mingo wants to be sitting on the couch Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. He wants five days of cricket. Yeah. He doesn't want two days. No. He wants five. He wants to come home and know that he can watch a test match all night for five days in a row. Yeah. Not two, not three. Yeah, I don't I've think... A, one, I don't even I've got a thirst for it. You've got a thirst for I've it. developed a thirst for getting, it. An unquenchable thirst, you might say. We're getting robbed of, of a lot of cricket with these, with these dust bowls, boys. It'd be costing a lot of money. It's just... That's what's shit about it. What's good about it is there are a lot of wickets falling, which, as I said to you, Mingo, makes it very exciting for people like you who don't want to watch much cricket. They want it to be over fast. So you watch these games, Mingo. You're going to see wickets. You're going to see runs. You're going to see things. Things are going to happen. So it's exciting. I, I would recommend you try to watch this game. Australian spinners are taking wickets because we're actually picking three spinners to play in a test match which is extremely rare. It's rare to even pick two. You think with these three pitches undercover being curated that the Indians are possibly up to something dodgy here? No shit, they're up to something dodgy. What do you reckon they're going to do? Every every country is dodgy. They're fucking dodgy. Real dodgy. Yeah. But good luck to them. Whatever. Let them be dodgy. <laughs> um, we'll be dodgy when we play here. And we'll they're going to go and you think the Aussies will run the same lineup? I don't know what the guys with Pat Cummins. I haven't checked. I don't think he's coming back, so they'll probably run with the same lineup. Yeah, we we, we are. I think. Yeah, okay. Cummins has had some. I think his mum's crook, palliative care, or something like that. So he's not coming back, and I'm pretty sure the team can be unchanged. Who's standing captain? Steve Smith. Okay, he's the only captain to ever. To, uh, is he the only captain? I think he's one of not many captains to win two. Test matches in India, which is a crazy stat. Two two matches. That's how rare and hard it is to win in India. If we win this game, do you know this, Dano? Do you know it's the first uh, drawn series in India for over, over a decade? That's good. <laughs> That's a great fact. You like that? Fantastic. Now, how about this, right? This, did is, you my, this, is, did my, you this is my prediction for the game, right? Yeah. India win the toss. Aussie spinners clean them up. Australia only have to bat once. Uh, then roll the Indians again. All three spinners take five-plus wickets for the Aussies. Um, and th- there you go. That's, That's what I match. reckon. So we win by an innings. We yep. bat once. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Corbs? I reckon all that too. <laughs> that sounds pretty good. Yeah, I'm willing to bet something. Well, I'm not going to take your money. Try me. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we won't bat once. Go on. No, nah, I'm just saying we won't. We'll bat twice. Go on. There's, there's a and gorilla we'll, on the table. And we'll probably lose. <laughs> You nah, we did really well in the last game. A few things went our way. It was really good. Yeah. Travis Head, boys, 
got dropped for the first test. The, I think I mentioned it to you, Ming. I don't know if you were here that night, Corbs. But he was like the informed batter, top five in the world. We dropped him due to previous form in India or in the subcontinent based off two years ago, even though he's like right up there in the whole world at the moment. Dropped him for the first test, brought him back in, and he's been good. In the second innings, we chased 100 and – no, we chased like 80. Travis Head came out aggressive. Everyone thought we were a chance to get bowled out under 80. Came out, took it to him, made 49 not out. Huge innings. Stuck it up a few asses. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, what? Yes. <laughs> that was good to see, though, so – Good on you, Travis Head. He stuck it up a few asses. Yeah, his bat handle when he came when he went, when he went into the rooms after he batted, he stuck it up a few asses and said, "There you go, I've stuck it up your ass." <laughs> right. Yeah. So I made forty nine. Take this that. Up, yeah. Get this up, yeah. <laughs> your dogs. Get a bit of fucking cashmere up, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get a bit of cashmere willow up, your dot. <laughs> now, cashmere not the preferred willow. Cashmere is the kid's willow. Yeah. Now, why is that? I don't know. It's like balsa wood. Nah, it's just shit. So everyone bats with English? Yep. Yeah, okay. Yep. Okay. The more grains on the bat, the better. Evenly spaced grains is what we're after. Can't remember the Do you ever miss knocking a bat in? (laughs) Knocking a bat in. You had one earlier, didn't you, Dan? <laughs> I, I was just thinking that. I don't know if I miss it. <laughs> Can't miss what you miss. You Can't don't miss, miss what you what, don't what miss. What you mean I've missed in the last four hours. <laughs> About that time. You give yourself a few cherries. Hang on, what time is it? <laughs> I saw your alarm go off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I give myself a few cherries when I'm knocking my bat. You must miss it, though. Yeah. Yeah, I miss it. All right, so what time's that cricket start? 3 p.m. Watch right. it, Mick. Actually, watch you know it. What? Do you know what, though? I might have to double screen because the surfing in Portugal is on at the same time, which is a really good time zone. And that's going to be uh, it's gonna be hard for me to I'm miss. not even going to bother with cricket. Talk. You can give me a... When the Cricket Oracle sends you an essay again, that's fine. Read them out, but fuck. I don't even... I'm not even bothering. I'm, 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 oh, I'm bashing my head against the I've, bloody brick I've wall here. I've given you some great cricket content over the last few weeks. You know what, Minga? You might remember me from such cricket takes as d- does India um, play any kids from the slums or are they all privileged from our private Yeah, we found the, Indi- the English Indian, remember? Mm. Yeah, I, you had nothing. I don't appreciate you. I, we had to go to the Crick Oracle. <laughs> There's only one Crick Oracle around here, Dano. And it's you. <laughs> You've been him the whole time. <laughs> Connie is the Crick Oracle. That's a, that. that's a twist. Fuck, that'd be a How's twist. That for the, twist. He just the sends twist. these texts in and then acts dumb. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a huge twist. Should we... um? Should we, should we just stop talking about the cricket because I don't want you to keep teasing it. Tim Zhu, did we mention him? Yeah, okay, we'll finish up on this. So you tell me, um, what's wh- who's the bloke he's fighting and 
is he going to win? He's fighting Tony Harrison. This guy's had 33 fights, 29 wins, one draw. Now, he's only 30... Any losses? Yeah, three losses. Okay. He's only 32. Can, what, what age do boxers... That's th- getting old in boxing, I reckon. Yeah, I think it's slightly getting old, isn't it? Yeah, but there's some, you know, it's not too old. He won his last fight against Sergio Garcia. Charlo beat him in the rematch, knockout. Apparently Char- apparently in that fight, he was actually going pretty well. It was pretty even. I think he was losing just on the judges' scorecards on two of them. But he was going well. He got knocked down the 11th round. And he beat Charlo like five fights earlier. When, when was that second fight with Charlo? Second fight with Charlo was... So they were back-to-back, end of 2018... Oh, it was a year later, 2019. Bit of time. So, so when he beat him was earlier than that? When he beat him, it was December 2018. So that's nearly five, no, four and, four, four and a half years ago. Well, he's almost. been pretty inactive in the last four years. A bit of ring rust. Yeah. So and I think, why, I think that's the doubt. That's why he's not favourite, yeah. And because, This is for the interim belt, isn't it? No, isn't it some made-up belt? I thought it was like, for, this is the challenger to Charlo. It is. Well, Timmy was going to fight him and then Charlo pulled out. So Yeah, Charlo... Tim, um, so it's a real belt. Injured. Yep. I don't know if it's for... Is it for an interim or a belt? Or? I thought it was for a world champion. It's definitely for the number one challenger spot. That's for sure. Which Timmy sort of had. He already had it. So it's, a, it's just all risk, not much reward for Timmy, but I guess it's going to show if he's actually up, up to the standard. Well, I guess, like, who has Tim Zhu fought that would suggest he'd beat a guy like Charlo? And then this guy hasn't fought um, anybody in the last three years that would suggest he's at the top of his game. Well, he just beat this... the top of that division. So he just beat this Sergio Garcia, whose record is 35 fights, 33 wins. So he's just beaten a guy that can Have fight. you heard of that bloke, though? I'll tell you what he's done. Because... A lot of these boxers get these records, get up to that many wins without even beating anybody decent, don't they? Some of them. <laughs> it's hard. That, that's the thing about it. It's like, I guess, like, you look at that that guy's um, previous fights and you think, oh, he shouldn't be. What, what's he paying? Like two fifty or something like that, or three even? I think he's three. Who Harrison? Yeah, but then like. What, has he just jumped off the couch for this or what? Well, that's what people are saying. He's saying he hasn't, obviously, but we'll see, I guess. Yeah. Kind it's, of great like test. it's a great test for Timmy. This Sunday, isn't it? Yeah. Something good to watch on Sunday while the footy's on. Yeah, yeah. The, fight, the UFC fights are on too. Cricket. How good is it? It's so good at the moment. Back. Cricket, yeah. UFC. Yeah. I mean, you'll be watching, will that be Dave? Thursday, Friday, so day four of the cricket minga. Perfect. Surfing in Portugal on overnight. Fucking cannot wait. The three spinners will be bowling, getting five wickets each. Another great week of sport. Australia will be batting once. The Indian crowds will be trying to get in. And I'm the Crick Oracle. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs>